you, if you were in, in the world of influencers, if you actually want to hit that crash of influencers with mega money, you know, a million is a platform to get there. Yes, agreed. But you chose not to go, I want the, I yeah, want the 100 million lonely, followers. It's a lonely lifestyle. Like I sat in my bedroom every day making three videos and live streaming for four hours. The actual day to day, I'm like, this is the most depressing. My best friend, the person I saw most was my mum. <laughs> Welcome to the glamorous world of TikTok. This is the short form video platform which launched in 2014 and has now grown to 1 billion monthly active users, a behemoth of the social world. Famous for super creative collaborations between users like the Sea Shanty collab, which became so successful mid pandemic. It started with lip sync dances and makeup tutorials, but now includes Excel tips and yes, hospitality businesses, which are starting to pour in and drive customers to their venues with it. Victoria Bannum is a former influencer of 1 million followers. She now runs a hospitality TikTok agency called Antler Social, whose clients include Honest Burgers. I had to catch up with her to find out how TikTok is changing the way that restaurants and other hospitality businesses do marketing. I've never used TikTok. Excellent. <laughs> Some of <laughs> Glad I'm here. But how is it different from platforms that we're more familiar with that have, have come before it? So I guess the main thing from my perspective is that TikTok is all about community. You don't really have that sense of togetherness now on Instagram or Facebook for sure. Or mm -hmm. So you have trends and challenges and music and sounds and all of these different things that bring people together that everyone creates content for yep. together. There are quite big individual accounts on 100%. There, right? it's Instagram. If you've got a million followers on Instagram and you're getting 100,000 likes, if I've got 10 followers on Instagram, I'm not going to get 100,000 likes. Yep. Whereas if on TikTok, if you've got those same figures... It's, um, it's easier to go viral. Easier. I think it's just a fairer playing field. Just, just in terms of the physicality of how it works, mm -hmm. there's a feed. Yep. Like with most Go of on. them. I'm going to let you do this one. <laughs> I've, li I've literally never used it, by the way. This isn't me playing dumb. I've never used TikTok. What I'm imagining is actually a, there's very little navigational control. You swipe, you swipe, and it just, it keeps feeding yes. you based, based on your reactions. Yeah. And maybe you can click on a trend button somewhere. Yeah. TikTok is, there's no pretense that you're building your no. own feed. It so is just. It's all algorithm. It's all algorithm. But you do have another feed called the following feed. But that is kind of like a secondary, and I actually have never heard of anybody going onto the follow feed. I don't use the follow feed. You're starting to get more. Um, well, I was astonished. There was this, this, this woman selling Excel courses. Oh, she's amazing. You, okay, she's, you know her. Of course, yeah, she's amazing. I can't remember what her username is she's now. She's making 300 grand a day. Yeah. A quick note from Adam here. Of course, I was amazed. She actually makes $300,000 per month. And she's genius. But like, think of that. Like, if you thought of a niche on TikTok. Yeah. And she didn't exist, and somebody went, I'm gonna learn, oh, I'm gonna just make videos of Excel. You'd go, that is fucking bull. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, okay. swear away. Not assume that that's a, that's a niche that anybody would care about, but the way that she's created that has made it engaging. And when I started, when it was musically, um, the massive area was the singing, lip syncing, dancing, mm -hmm. like very two dimensional content. With Corona and the huge influx of people coming onto the platform, um, there's been a massive speed change, paved way for the newer, more mature areas of interest having limelight. What are some of the mature areas of interest? So fitness is a huge one. Like if you're 13, you're not really going to care about like nutrition, carbs, like keto diets, but that is something that people really focus on. So now gym is a huge area. Yeah. Um, you know, diet or just like 
food in general or teaching people about nutrition like that's a huge sector yeah um something that we are seeing coming through is more like the alcohol area and obviously it's still a 50 50 as to, or it's just a gray area really on tiktok as to whether you post about it or not but cocktail recipes and bartenders and all of that sort of thing is now coming into play so that's a really interesting one that i'm fascinated by Old people, that's right, people in their late 20s, are now on TikTok and they bring their disposable incomes with them. You're listening to Served With Podcast and you need to subscribe in the next five seconds or you too will eventually get old. Five, four, three, two, one, back to the show. I work for a hospitality business. Mm I think of TikTok, I've, so I've just heard about TikTok. Mm-hmm. Welcome, to the party. <laughs> Welcome to the party. I'm excited to get my fill of, 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 of dog, dog videos and, uh, and, and Excel videos mm-hmm. and, and gym videos. If I wanted to ideate a, a social media strategy for my business mm-hmm. that is TikTok focused, mm-hmm. what would be the starting point? How should, I, how should I begin that process? I mean, download the app would be a great start. <laughs> if we have a new client, we'll always scope out what's currently on the platform. So is it we're t- tackling a whole new niche, which chances are at this point, probably not. Conversation, any hashtag views around it. So say if we've got a pizza company, hashtag pizza, hashtag pizza slice, hashtag pizza talk. Like what is the current conversation and what does that content look like? Yeah. What's the most popular? Is there a creator? Is there a brand? Like who's doing it well at the moment on the platform that we want to mimic or take inspiration from? Or benefit off of you know we always 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 are down this like reactive trend focused route because it's so powerful how, how long do the trends last oh it can be anything from a day <coughs> maybe a week you probably at right. most got like 10 days in a so trend. It is, as far as uh, as far as thinking in like business days and business planning cycles it's fast You've, so fast the the actual instead of running it like a production process mm-hmm. You've actually got to be just constantly pinging, yeah. pinging off yeah, whatever's there. Exactly that. You wake up in the morning, you see a video, you're like, oh, I've got an idea, I'm going to go make it, and then you post it that afternoon. It yeah. was that quick. You can't really have month-long, two-month, quarterly content calendars because you don't know what's going to happen. So no. you can't predict. Or at the very most, you can put like fillers in, like Easter, Easter Monday, um, and a Blue Monday, like all of these like staple days that will have some sort of conversation. I mean, you can set targets, absolutely, and that helps you with like a plan. But for TikTok, it's just like use it as an experimentation period. I do some research. Yeah. I say that uh, Storkit customer and market leader Bussy, <laughs> Bussy with Dunbar, yeah. has a billion followers on TikTok. That's I've, a lot. I've not checked. Is, is there anything that is there any generalizations you can make about what content works? What content does work? What content does work? So it's obviously vertical to in, start with, because a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people post it like wide, and I'm like, that isn't why have you done that? Your sweet spot is still seven seconds, but you know you can go up to ten minutes now. It's like attractive, aesthetically pleasing food, yeah, but like mouth watering, all of that sort of stuff. That does amazing as like bulk content. You just can't go wrong with that. If you if you're a pizza place, for example, and I keep going back, it's just in my mind for some reason. Um, like cheese pulls, um, I don't know, like pizzas being made, like all of that sort of stuff, ASMR. Like ASMR means what? I actually have never ever known what those letters stand for. for so autonomous sensory meridian response. I mean, I was never going to get that, was I? <laughs> I don't know. Is it is a relaxing, often sedative sensation that begins on the scalp and moves down the body? What? Yeah, so if you have like it's- a... 
it's noise. triggered by placid sights and sounds such as whispers, accents yeah. and crackles. Yeah, exactly. It has, he watches a channel which is uh, a woman eating, um, eating seafood. Oh my god, she has these massive like sea cucumbers. They're disgusting. Because <laughs> I don't know, she's so small. I'm like, where are you putting that whole platter? <laughs> and what is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's um. Oh my god, it's foul. Actually, just the thought of it is making me feel a bit ill. But some people love it. Comments are like, this is sending tingles down my spine. I'm like, is it? It's like, throw it, up. It's, it's amazing. No, no, it's like. It's shocking. It's. No, I. I quite like it. <laughs> um, so those are educational formats are brilliant. Um, one of the biggest hashtags is hashtag learn on TikTok. Well, not one of the biggest hashtags, but a huge hashtag is hashtag learn on TikTok, which was a massive um, campaign they did mid lockdown that has just since carried on. Mm -hmm. And it's all educational, so that can be in any capacity if you're learning something. It can be like as blunt as did you know, or it can be here's how to make my three-step pasta or whatever. Yeah. Um, like mukbangs, like formats that people Muk are just- Mukbangs? Mukbangs. I've not heard of a mukbang. Mukbangs when you just sit and you have like a meal and you just chat shit for like an hour and people just watch you eat food. A mukbang? Mukbang, yeah. A muk M -U -K oh, Okay, sorry, I thought you said mukbang. I mean, you know what mukbangs are. No, I really don't. I might be saying it wrong. This is a live... No, no, it, there's no word that sounds like that that I know. <laughs> I mean, you're not saying it wrong. I just don't know what it is. It's not even so close. This, is, this, is, this, is, this is... But you've got to have an account, a big account already, right? This not is necessarily. A, this is a live streaming... Mm -hmm. This is live streaming. But people make videos of it. If we sat and had a whole level of like KFC down here, and we had a whole feast, this would be a mukbang. Right. Should I have bought KFC? I would love a KFC. Should we order one? No. Um, if I was a restaurant or a bar. Yeah. You could do that. That's How quite a creator-led format. Yeah, so, it is quite creator-led, isn't but it? But you could invite creators down to your restaurant and then they could host a mukbang if that's something that they do. So then it's trend by trend, right? So then you've got all sorts of different sounds, um, sound bites, um, trends, transitions. Like, there's so many different pockets and we could honestly talk here we could sit here and talk about it for hours because the list is endless of like how people create content on tiktok because it's so, so different to everything else this is served with podcast and did you hear that you can use those same videos you'd be making for food items on tiktok in your store kit menu Storekit loads multimedia content so that you can express your menu in the most compelling way possible, which is particularly good for theatrical items like cocktails. My hot take. Yes. Um, people don't follow brands, they follow individuals. Yeah. How far is that true on TikTok? Like, absolutely true. And I think the brands that are seeing success are the ones that have an individual as the face of it. Right. Or utilize that personality aspect. You can't come onto TikTok and be a two-dimensional brand, like McVitie's is a great example. Do you work with McVitie's? In any uh, capacity? No, okay, no, great. I'm just checking that you haven't had any like... Slam McVitie's. No, so it's going to be like, really sorry. <laughs> but they have super branded, it's very advertising, like it feels like I'm watching a TV ad. It's not very personality led. It's very like, here's what I think Gen Z will want to consume, therefore I'm going to create that. It's scale and it's not hospitality, but you know, Ryanair is something that everyone always talks about. And they're just a great example of Duolingo too. Um, and actually in the hospitality space, Joe and the Juice is 10 out of 10. They have just come out, out of nowhere and they're exploding. Because they use personality, they see, okay, me as an individual, say I'm the social media manager of Joe and the Juice, I want to see X content as a person, 
So I'm going to create that content and appeal to the people, yep. not appeal to the brand orientated aspect of it because people don't care. Like, but I think there's still space for brands as long as that personality is kind of coming through. How do you then? So, okay, so I'm a brand and I've decided I'm, and I'm not going to do it myself. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a founder. I don't want to do it myself. <laughs> I'm too good for that. I'm too good for that. <laughs> I'm busy thinking about other things. Mm-hmm. ASMR. Valid, I'm yeah. watching my You're fa- watching my favorite someone's In a lot of companies, people are quite precious about what mm-hmm. gets put out. In, in, to the point where the what's good for growing a channel and what uh, a, you know the the board and top brass are com- comfortable putting out yeah. at the top end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. What top brass would like is to put out McVitie's advertising mm-hmm. content and for everybody to respond and go, yes, yeah. we love McVitie's. Exactly. But that's not the reality of the channel. Mm-hmm. The reality of the channel is that the, an individual's got to come out and make some... Some things where they can't even get a manager to sign off on it because they've yeah. got to do it on no, a one-day exactly. one feedback loop and, yeah. and it's, it's drenched in personality. Mm-hmm. It's really responsive. How do you square that circle? I mean, is it just about finding someone you really trust? Um, I think, for the most part, from our perspective or our experience, we've been quite lucky where people have gone, we know that this is what TikTok needs. It's yeah. not a secret and, you know, it's, it's blaringly obvious like, what is required of TikTok. We want success. Yeah. You know what you're doing. You just suggest something. And also, like, I am quite blunt about it. I'm like, if you, like... <laughs> I don't know why you want to do like an advert. It's a stupid yeah. idea. Like, don't do that. Because like, you're coming to me for advice. Like, you want to see success on TikTok. I'm not going to look to you for an opinion. <laughs> that's In a way, that's what the um, that's the, that's the freedom of an ag- of the agency yes. approach a little bit. Because yeah. if you did it in house, yeah, then the power relationship is slightly Agreed more. Agreed with that. And. And therefore, there tends to be poorer in-house TikTok functions? Yes, but also maybe no. If they don't have any understanding, it should just be like, I'm not the right person to put my opinion forward for that. Yeah. This is Served With Podcast, and I don't have an opinion on how you should use your TikTok, but I do have an opinion of what you should do with your store kit. One of my favorite menus is the Juicy Brothers, who use Stalkit for click and collect, an absolute masterclass in refinement and food photography. I encourage you to check them out. Like, that is what's gonna work. Are there some uh, hospitality TikTok brands? So if I'm, if I'm setting out to start my TikTok uh, as a hospitality brand, mm-hmm. are, there, are there brands that you would specifically point to that you admire, that you think do a really great job? I mean, honest, honest burger you- inside, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, going to list my own clients yeah, that I've, I manage. Yeah, I've got my own roster. <laughs> yeah, no. There's, there's a few that I'm obsessed with. Joe and the Juice is a recent find, and I just think they're fantastic. Like, they have just smashed out the park. They're so quick on trends. They actually create funny content that is relevant to the brand, but it's not solely about a juice, because mm-hmm. I think it's just really smart when people find a way to incorporate it that's a bit more subtle. Mm-hmm. It's really good. But Toby Carvery, also an unsuspecting winner, like they, they're so good. Toby Carvery, really? Yeah, and potatoes. So that's all they find. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Every, every, people do love Gravery. Yeah, Gravery. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you scroll down, well, I, loved, I love going to the end of people's feeds and seeing how they've got from start to now. Because yeah. TikTok's so quick. And you start and you might post something and you'll never post a video like that ever again. And they started doing like almost interview formats where they had the people of Toby Carvery featuring in it and now it's just sound bites 
featuring like, oh, when they bring out the fresh batch of, batch of potatoes, and it's like, that's the content that people love. Um, <laughs> another brand that's interesting, that have obviously taken inspo from Ryanair, because Ryanair found a niche, a type of content that's brilliant. Right, so um, I'm sorry, so do- The I'm, airline. Yeah, no, yeah, but what do, what's, <laughs> what do Ryanair do that's so good? So they have the funniest person of all time running their, their TikTok account. Really? But they found a niche that is the eye, there's a filter that's just got like eyes and lips and you can create kind of an anonymous person Mm. So they have their plane, and then they put this eyes and lips filter over the top, and that really blew up, kind of like early last year. Um, and, and what was the brand you were going to you were about to say? Was uh, Nando's yeah. have adopted that? And whilst yes, it works, <coughs> I just feel like it's a, a uh, there's so much more that you can do. And Joe and the Juice is a great example that there's such a wealth of opportunity in terms of content. You know what's you know what's interesting? Mm -hmm. Joe and the Juice. Toby Carberry, Ryanair, mm -hmm. right? And when you first said that, I was sort of thinking, oh, of course, Joe and the Juice do well. You can see they're slick, it's mm -hmm. urban, it's, um, it's, it's visual, yeah. it's modern. You would expect it to be staffed by people who really understand mm -hmm. media. And then you said Toby Carberry, and I went, oh, Toby Carberry, yeah, great. No. <laughs> but, but I also, I don't care about Joe and the Juice content. I want to see Toby Carberry's yeah. content. And then you said Ryanair, and those last two brands actually don't take themselves super seriously. No. personality. They are, Ryanair is easily one of the most loved brands for Gen Z, 100%. Like, they are so, like, aware. They've got people in the US now requesting, and I think they're looking to launch in the US. Um, they poke fun at other brands. They show off their personality. They talk to people in a way that Gen Z talks. So, for example, there's all this term terminology on TikTok, like bestie, girly, POV, which is like point of view and all these different things. You're, this is really dangerous territory, right? I, if I'm a brand, mm -hmm. if, I'm Tony, if I'm Toby Carvery, mm -hmm. if I'm a 45-year-old man, if I'm a 45-year-old man, <laughs> yeah. man who owns my rooftop bar, yeah. I should absolutely not touch the word bestie. Why? Beca because, because it's, it's, hey kids, how you doing? It's you've, very crusty. You've, you've is got that really? crusty, uh, the, from the Simpsons. Yeah. That's from a meme where, um, it's, uh, what's his name? Steve, Steve Buscemi, okay. uh, with ca a skateboard capped on. Mm -hmm. There's a meme. You've, you've seen, you must I don't have know what meme you're talking about. As if you've not seen the... <laughs> you are an int you're a proper internet person, right? You've made your whole business... I might know it by reference. But I don't know names. made your whole business on the internet. That's Nando saying bestie on the yes. channel. Yes, I know I get that. But if it comes from a place of authenticity, aka Ryanair, where it is clearly... You've, you've got to have an actual talent. young person saying it. Yeah, because you... it's how you integrate it into normal conversation. Like, you can't just put, like, thanks, bestie. Like, I don't know, there's ways that just, it falls flat. But if you're, like, trying to tap into the younger demographic, which is what TikTok primarily is, yeah. then you've got to kind of live and breathe that. And as a 45-year-old man, you're not, you haven't got the same interests, you haven't got the same conversation. The Verge writes, how do you do fellow kids, has become the how do you do fellow kids of memes, coming as it does from a 2006 television show and now totally detached from its own context, floating through the minds of older millennials. Maybe TikTok is a 28-year-old man realising that he's out of touch. But platforms age too. As TikTok proliferates to podcasts like this one and marketers and brands begin to set up shop, maybe a phase of life has been passed and TikTok is beginning to gaze upon the ugliness of middle age. It's like Vic says. Because yeah. It was, it was amazing. Um, and so yeah, we... I was is some, of the, some of the magic lost now? 
What do you mean? Well, oh, I don't know. Oh, You're saying it was, it was amazing. No, I, well, it was I early mean, days excitement to a lot of these things, It was right? nostalgic. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Like, that journey was amazing. Like, we just all believed in this platform so much as creators. Mm. And now it's like, oh, yeah, TikTok. Like, I know TikTok. Whereas it was kind of like this, like, hidden gem at that yeah. time. Where we were like, wow, like, this is going to become something. And everyone's, like, tutting at it. There was videos, like, Musical.ly's got the most, like, cringeworthy stuff. And I was like, you don't even know what you're missing. There's, there's cringe stuff on all the... Everything! That's why I always use this. Oh my God, the amount of Twitter threads early 2018 there's, where I'm like, you don't even know what you're talking there's about. A, there's, I've, there's, yeah. Everywhere. Uh, there's a cringe stuff every platform all the time. But it was Every, every demographic too, mm -hmm. although different demographics make you cringe in different yeah, ways. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, musically was rife for cringe. It was like a feeding ground for YouTube content at that time. Hey there, Boomer. Want your venue to be on fleek, to be Gucci? Listen, I almost wrote a whole bit of describing mobile ordering in outdated terms for cool, but I actually found it too excruciating. So I'll tout only the tangible benefits instead. It helps businesses through the ongoing staff crisis and with summer coming up, it is particularly good for managing large outdoor areas. If that's you, drop us a line right now and chat with one of our fantastic venue partnership teams about your venue to get set up before summer. Or subscribe for more conversations like this one to help grow your hospitality business.